Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey guys, I'm Sammy. Welcome to At Betches. Today, we are so excited to have Empty Lawyer back with us. He is the number one source for blind items of Hollywood, and we've had some awesome episodes with him in the past. Hey, Empty. Hey, how are you? How are you? It's great to be back with you. How are things I know. where you are? You know, I've been uh, isolated now for a day 11. I'm on day 11 now. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, how about you postponing the wedding or anything? I mean. Yeah. I mean, it sucks to have to postpone your wedding for this, but I keep just remembering that if this is like the worst thing to come out of this for me, that would be a good outcome, all things considered. So it sucks that I don't know when it's going to be, but I guess it could be worse. And now I get to recreate my wedding. (laughs) Are you like starting completely from scratch? You're going to do it completely different now? Yeah. So it was originally going to be in Florida and we are obviously from New York, um, but we don't want to risk like a destination wedding, you know, this year, who knows like how that could go. So we just want to keep it in New York now where it's easier for everyone. And, you know, maybe it might have to be a little smaller. We'll just, we'll, we'll have to see. I think right now we're in such like a limbo with what's going on. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll take it from here. Um, before we get into, before we get into, um, our interview, um, we just want to give you a little preview of what's happening at Betches. We have two very exciting newsletters that are out that are going to entertain and amuse you throughout this quarantine times. Um, first is our for your quarantinement newsletter. We're all stuck inside at home. So Betches is giving you a rundown of all the things to watch, listen to, read, cook, even meme. Um, subscribe at Betches.co slash quarantine. Uh, maybe you know how to spell that by now, but it is a great curated list of, you know, just what is quality content out there to keep yourself entertained for those long hours ahead. Um, And the second thing is we just launched our bride's newsletter. It is going to be your go-to source for all things, weddings, planning, wedding drama, et cetera. Subscribe now. So you don't miss out at betches.co slash brides newsletter. Um, This is for all the Corona brides out there. We'll be giving you lots of advice for how to, you know, deal with this situation, um, do what you need to do, give you hacks and ideas and, you know, be there to commiserate with you through this interesting time for Corona brides. So that, go get that at betches.co slash brides newsletter and the quarantainment newsletter at betches.co slash quarantine. NT, over to you. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what would you like to talk about? Um, I think there are two stories this week that are of interest. Um, and pop culture has definitely slowed down a bit because of Corona, but um, this week we are now in our 11th year of the Taylor Kanye feud um, yes. with a video that was released <laughs> last week, this week. So now let, let, yeah. I am excited to talk about this because first of all, do you think it was Chris Jenner who released the video? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that, but I was wondering where the video came from. Do you think it was Chris Jenner who released the video? Yeah, I mean, it has to be somebody from Kanye's side because he's the one who recorded it um, illegally, by the way. And then the uh, so I think it's Chris, because think about it, just as you just said in that last sentence, 
you know, everything is all Corona all the time. There's not a whole lot of pulp pop stuff, you know? So you see this kind of thing disappearing. So how can you get the attention focused on the family? So there you go. Let's, let's release it. And I mean, it's either that or somebody that I, I, they had access to it. And as Tree Payne said last night, who did you guys piss off to, to release the video? Right. So right. It, it has to be somebody from Connie's side. And I, I think it is Chris, because I think that she is diabolical enough to think, you know, all the attention's now focused on here. People start talking. Maybe they'll buy some more skims. <laughs> right. But it, did, it didn't make them look good. It made them look bad. No, it didn't. It didn't make them look good. However, did the did the porn video make him look good? No, but that's like I don't think she would make those choices anymore. Like I think I feel like she's trying to become more respected and seeming like a liar about this, you know, someone who kind of bullies this younger girl who is, you know, just trying to make music or at least, you know, from the point of the Swifties. Um doesn't that look bad for them rather than than good or were they maybe trying to get it out at a time when talk about it would be less sensational because people aren't really paying as much attention yeah i think that chris jenner would release it because if you're going to release something that's bad news or maybe that's something that's about to come out i mean this is obviously the time to do it because everybody's talking corona 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 but on the opposite side of that there's no other pop culture news to talk about. So that's, everybody's kind of desperate to to talk about something. And so now they're latching onto this. Right. Do you think it was, it could have been like Kim's camera people or something who were recording? No, I think it, it has to be somebody at Kanye's because Kim said that Kanye archives everything that he does when he's recording. So it, it has to be somebody more, closely associated to Kanye, I would think, if you're not going with the Chris Jenner theory. Do you think that Chris did it to like screw Kanye over? Or if it were if it was Chris, do you think she would have done it to screw him over or to bring more relevance? Oh, that's a good question. Because oh, that is a really good question. But does it screw him over more than it screws Kim over? It's sort of I think it's the perception is in the eyes of the person of the people hearing the news. So if someone really hates Kim, but they like Kanye, they're going to blame Kim. If someone really likes Kanye or the other way around, they're going to blame the person that they, in most situations, people will take the side of the person they already like support. And what about when Kim released the portions of the video that made it look good? Did Kanye give those to her or did she do those on her own? You know, because you're talking about editing, right? You know, you're talking right. about somebody taking a video, putting it into a mixer, editing it, and then disseminating it. Does Kim have the technical ability to do that? Well, where did she distribute it? Wasn't it like via Snapchat? And for a, like at the time, I don't think you could like upload videos. To, how did she? I don't remember how she like report how she first released it. Yeah, I, I think it was just, uh, wasn't it audio or something? I, or, it was audio from the video or something like that. And yeah, yeah. And she released it on Snapchat. Yeah. So somebody had to put that together for her. So maybe she doesn't know that Kanye had that conversation with Taylor and hadn't mentioned, you know, the, the line about um, being a bitch. Right. Do you feel like Taylor is fully vindicated? 
Well, I think she's 100% vindicated. And I think what also happened is, and I'm always going to be a Taylor fan. I'm not a Kardashian fan and by any means. And I think that the hard workers, though, but I think that Taylor comes out also looking good because of the fact that she is just flat out donating money to everything that she can right now and asking her followers to also donate. She's not asking for anything in return. She's just saying, look, I'm donating a, a schwack ton of money. Here's how you can help, too. What does Kim do? You right. guys, look, buy buy my new skins, and I'll give you, tw- and I'm going to donate 20% of the net profits. Okay, well, net profits with her is going to be the same thing as net profits with the movie studios. There aren't any, and who's right. going to call her out and check that she actually donated the net profits? And what are the net profits? This is this is the same thing that she does when she sells items out of her closet that she got for free, by the way, sells the items right. and then donates five percent to charity. So it's just it's just all one big scam. <laughs> I wonder how the Kardashians will come out of this coronavirus period, because I feel like you have so many people, you know, across, you know, across America, they're in their homes. I wonder if views will change on certain things, like maybe the tolerance for the Kardashians will go down depending on how they handle it. Because so far we've heard Chris got a coronavirus test, even though coronavirus tests are extremely scarce. Um, we know that they're basically coming out of this looking like they bullied a, you know, a young girl, you know, from this feud that refuses to end. How do you think they're going to come out of this? Well, I mean, Kylie had the $1,500 chopsticks that she was showing off and everything. I, I, I postulated the other day that I think that the Kardashians are done. I, you know, their ratings are abysmal. The only reason that they continue to stick around is that E would have to replace a whole bunch of content and find somebody new and take, make the effort to, to try and get some kind of ratings for something else. If you think about it, their influence, with the exception of possibly Kylie, is really beginning to wane. I, I don't think that they are the juggernaut that once was. Right. Right. And I think how they handle this crisis will determine how battered they come out or if they could come out on top again, they have an amazing ability to sort of like regenerate time after time. So I know, but if you could... think about it, okay. So Chloe back in the Chloe and the Mar days, right? Everybody was interested. Everybody was into it. You know, they had their own show and then we went through Chloe and Tristan, but is anybody really interested in what Chloe is doing? doing does she have that same kind of thing where oh my gosh i'd love to watch a show just about her no courtney you know it was kind of interesting with the whole back and forth with scott and there was something interesting and there was this dynamic and things like that however there's nothing interesting about her just wanting to to pose in bikinis and and take photos it's just that's kind of over you know kendall okay she had her moment as a model or whatever and these fake boyfriends and such but and then Kylie, you know, she's got the following and everything. But, you know, it's just there is nothing to bring new people in. So you're essentially just keeping the others and those people are slowly trickling away. Right. I think it's hard for them to continue to throw, you know, millions of dollars of, you know, birthday parties that cost millions of dollars that are you know, basically Kylie building an amusement park for one day, tearing it down. I just don't think that that kind of like message or that kind of behavior is going to necessarily fly when you have 
doctors who are risking their lives every day sewing, you know, face masks out of bandanas. So I just I like I think that like the world is not going to tolerate like another stormy world, to be honest. At least I, not I, I now. totally I, I totally agree. I think that, you know, especially, you know, you know, you're in New York, you're isolated, you know, I'm here in California, isolated, and just things become more important and more focused. And it's not about the material things. It's about, hey, you know, I want to be safe. I want to keep my family safe, you know, and things like that. And I don't really care about your $1,500 pair of chopsticks. Right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. What are your thoughts on the celebrities, just while we're speaking about, you know, kind of like the, the disparity, what are your thoughts on the celebrities who have been able to get coronavirus tests? Like we know Harvey Weinstein tested positive in jail. <laughs> um, what do you think? Like, how did he even get a test? Isn't he supposed to be isolated anyway? Yeah. And before I'll answer that, before I get to that, I just want to say last night, late, it was really, really late after Tree Payne, Taylor's publicist released a statement. You know, I sent her uh, a message and I said, oh, that was really great, blah, blah, blah. And then she took the time and this is probably midnight. She took the time to ask about how I was doing and, you know, is everybody safe and all these kind of things. And then she took, you know, 15 or 20 minutes to, to make sure that everything was going well. And I just thought that that was a pretty classy move, you know, especially That's considering not- I don't, I know, especially considering I don't usually get along with publicists. So anyway, yeah. I think Harvey got the test because he's in prison. I don't think that it was a special um, favor because he's Harvey. Right. Because they don't want, they don't want it spreading throughout the prison. Now, other celebrities have got it. I, I mean, there's, there's ones for sale here in LA. If you got three grand, you can buy a test. Who's selling those? You know, there's doctors who have them and they're selling them. It's the same way and when the NBA, when, you know, you had the, the game between Utah and uh, I forget who they were playing, but oh, Oklahoma City, all of the, the players, 52 players got tested that day or the next day. Because if you've got the money, there is a test available, you know, right. because and I think celebrities are just saying, hey, and but, you know, some like Tom Hanks got the test because, you know, Australia and Australia had plenty of tests. The Toronto basketball team, they all got tests because they're in Canada and Canada has tests. So what about Drake? Well, he's in he's in Canada. Is is he in Canada right now? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's really easy for, you know, him to get a test. So but the the ones in 
in the U.S., they're just, you know, the, the celebrities, if you've got money, um, you know, the rich people here, here's three grand, test me kind of thing. Have you heard anything about, I mean, so if all these celebrities are able to protect themselves, um, that doesn't mean that like Hollywood can like return to normal still. Have you heard anything about like filming of shows, like particularly even like the Bachelorette, like they were, they should have been filming now. And I, like, I don't know how they're going to start. Oh, I think that she is so upset. I mean, she's a four-time loser. This is her chance. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I can't believe they gave her a fifth chance. Um, apparently, she was really, 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 a lot of really upset that they weren't going to film. And I think that the season is going to get canceled, and I don't think she's going to get another shot. I kind I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> I don't know how they could film. Obviously, she's upset. We're all upset. We we you know dreams deferred lives stalled all across the board but it i mean claire i mean maybe they'll maybe they'll how are they going to attract it once they are able to film i i, I don't know I, I you know maybe they'll just start afresh maybe i don't but i feel bad for claire because she probably thought okay you know i keep doing this i keep doing this i keep doing this and then i, I get to be the star and right. now no you know and to to uh, so I, I don't know what they're going to be able to do with the other productions. I will say that most productions were really good about closing down pretty quickly. ABC slash Disney. Um, I got so many emails and messages from people that were working on Disney shows if or ABC shows. Now, if you're Shonda Rhimes, you can shut it down. They're not going to say a word to you. If, if you are Joe Blow's showrunner or it's a movie what I was told is that Disney was telling them they're, they're not allowed to shut down. They're not allowed to shut down. And it was just through a whole bunch of pressure and everything that they finally did stop their productions, but it was three, four, five days after everybody else, because they just wanted to, to keep people working and not in a good way. Yeah. I mean, it felt <laughs> that that week that was sort of like transitional. It felt like it's like, okay, why are you still keeping your business open? Even if it's able to be open for another day or two, you're really just putting people at unnecessary risk when what you're doing in these two days is not going to make much of a difference for no, ultimately I, what's going to happen. Exactly. And I, you know, I looked to a couple, a couple of culprits post Malone did Denver concert with 20,000 people after everybody else had pretty much closed everything down and he didn't want to return the guarantee that he had been paid. So he said, I'm just having the show. And I mean, you see in New York um, that that one party that had 50 people or something like that and how it spread to so many people. Well, think about 17 or 18,000 people crammed into an arena and what happens to all of those people, you know, or Disneyland keeping, you know, the parks open as long as possible. And, you know, one of the things that um, about Disney <clears throat> is Bob Iger. Remember, right before all this happened, he decided to suddenly retire very quickly. And, you know, he had seen what had happened in Shanghai and Hong Kong and closed that down. And he knew what was going to happen. And I think he didn't want to be at the helm when Disney went crashing down. Right. Not, not his problem as long as he retired. <laughs> exactly. Um, but what about like, what about like Netflix shows? Like I know that they probably have like a lot on deck, but what if this goes on for like a while and they aren't able to like film, is there going to be a lag in just entertainment at some point you know it's that it's that's a good question you know we we are full-on in pilot season right and so things are filming it used to be back in the day that you would film beginning in around august and just you know boom 
and go all the way through until April or May. And then the summer was kind of nobody was filming. A lot of the shows have already finished for this season, like Modern Family already finished and everything. Most oh, of these good. shows, you know, are, are, are caught up or they're, you know, they're a couple weeks maybe left to go of filming. So I think that's okay. But we, you said it's true. Netflix and Amazon, they're just filming all year long now. So I think that there's enough stuff out there where you probably won't notice unless things are shut down for three or four months. You're more likely to see it in a reality show kind of situation like The Bachelorette. Right. Got it. We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting com slash Betches. Go to com slash Betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. Speaking of shows and just generally celebrities, there was another story this week that came out um, about Ellen DeGeneres. I think there was, it started with a Twitter thread um, of someone who basically said, that they they were calling for stories about Ellen DeGeneres and how she's like notoriously a monster. I think they may have had some sort of like charitable component to it. I don't. Yes. Yeah. Um, they they were saying like, please share stories about how Ellen's a monster, and I'll sh- you know donate. Um, it was two bucks. It was two bucks for each yeah, story. I would story. donate to charity. Yeah. So former employees and fans basically started going in on her, and some of the stories were terrible like what what do you know about about ellen and what she's like behind the scenes you know i have been writing about her for years which is why especially in the twitter feed people go oh look nt all your blind items are are coming to life the it you know here's what you learn when you come to la you learn that the weather's great and that ellen's not nice that's the (laughs) that's the first thing that you know you learn when you come to la but between her and James Corden, it's kind of a toss up. Who is the worst boss? Who wow. is not the nicest person? Ellen probably gets the title just because she's been around longer. Uh, it, there, there is nothing nice. Uh, this person knew that's why they only made it two bucks because they knew that there was right. going to be hundreds and hundreds of stories. You know, they didn't say, Oh, I'm going to give a hundred bucks for each story because they knew that there, there is nobody that comes away um, with an interaction with Ellen that enjoys it. If you are just a regular person or an employee or anything like that, it just, it's not going to happen. Remember the whole things with the dogs and, you know, the way she, she treats people and she, she's not nice. And I think that she is using this opportunity of the coronavirus to fully escape the audience, which she doesn't enjoy doing. 
uh, or being around or any of that. So she's just going to do it from her home. And then just from now on say, oh, you know, it's a better setup from home. It's safer. It's just easier. And I you look for her to just to stay in her house from now until the end of time. <laughs> it's so weird because her whole like brand of comedy that she touts is like nice comedy that doesn't offend anybody and then in her personal life she's just I mean some of the stories a lot of them were essentially like Ellen fired me because I like like did some tiny little thing or like Ellen never spoke to me again after some very inconsequential event or she like I don't know you you probably convey these better Um, yeah I mean if you can do something for Ellen she is your friend. If you cannot do anything for her, she wants no part of you. And it is not confined in Hollywood or New York, for that matter, to Ellen. You know, I mean, she is getting the brunt of it. But I can tell you from many, many encounters with celebrities that if they don't think that you can do anything for them, you're just you're useless to them. Or other examples like that. I mean, mean, the list goes on and on. It just... Um, just about anybody, honestly, uh, you know, there's very, who's nice. Joshua Hamill's nice. Um, he's He's probably, he's not as famous, but just the fact that he'll, he treats everybody completely the same and he doesn't want to be in the limelight, which is why, you know, the whole Fergie thing where she was just at her peak, it just was destined to, to kind of fail. Um, who else is super nice? I mean, there's people that are nice that I don't necessarily agree with everything about them. Um, like Chris Pratt, he's a really nice guy. I don't really agree with everything in his life, but he's a really, really nice guy. Um, you know, Emma Stone is super, super nice and has never acted that way. Um, but I've seen people that, you know, you, you walk up to, um, I'll give you another example. Mark Wahlberg is a total jerk. I've never had a nice interaction with him ever in my life. Um, um, yeah, but if I could do something for him, then, you know, then I'm sure he would be nice to me. It's just, it's that kind of thing where if they, I don't know, it's, you know, the old saying where if you go to a restaurant, you can tell what a person's like by the way they treat their waiter. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone, um, get less nice as they got more famous? Yeah. I mean, it happens a lot, but you know what happens is, is weird is it happens more to reality stars. Right. Because they're regular people. Okay. So they're thrust from just honest to goodness, regular jobs, being whatever, to then all of a sudden being in front of, because The Bachelor and Bachelorette are on network television, 15 million people or 20 million right. people. And then, oh my gosh, everybody knows who I am. And, and here's the other thing is you can even take a show, say 90 Day Fiance. There's not a whole lot of people, relatively speaking, who watch that show. However, the message boards and the you know fan boards and Reddit and everything make it appear to the person who's on the show that everybody in the whole world is talking about them. And then all of a sudden, you know, they say I'm really famous and all this kind of stuff, and they start asking for things. But it's you know it's the bachelor kind of people who because they get paid for appearances and stuff, and and you will see them kind of turn from normal kind of people to you know, totally holes. Who's the worst example of that that you've ever seen? <sighs> oh, let's see. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, oh, who would be the worst? Um, maybe like oh, Colton Underwood or something like that. Really? Um, yeah, or Tyler. Colton. Oh, yeah, if he really has it. And then um, Tyler Cameron, for sure. Um, really? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's these kind of things. But then 
you know, somebody will stay nice. Like Hannah is a really pretty nice person. Hannah Brown? Um, yes. Okay. That's good to know. Um, she seems nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Have, She's um, super we, nice. Can we just go back to something you said? If Colton really has it, what does that mean? Yeah. Why do you, what makes okay. you believe he doesn't have it? Or well, how can you, how, how can you stick out right now? You know, how can you stick out right now? What, why is it a priority for people to stick out right now? That's what I don't understand. Like, why can't you just lay low? Or if you're going to be out there, do something helpful. Like who needs the attention of like a negative, a positive test result? Okay. So you have become, you've changed from a waiter or a teacher or whatever you were to this network reality star in front of everybody. Then that goes away when the season ends. Maybe you get ambassador in paradise. Maybe you don't, you know, your, your money is now totally dependent on appearances and things like that and appearance fees. And, you know, you want to try and stay relevant. You want to keep your name out there. So when things do return to normal, um, perhaps your Instagram things are suffering. All the Instagram models say all their things are down 70 or 80%. So these people who are, you know, want to make a living also off of social media, they need something to, to make them pop amongst everybody else. And you crave that attention. You crave, you know, you crave that, you know, feeling of, oh my gosh, fans love me. So one of the ways that you can stand out is you can say, you know, I tested positive for Corona. If you think about it, Colton didn't really have the symptoms where people would be giving him a test. Right. He seemed, he didn't, he seemed okay. Not okay. I don't want to minimize it because people do no. get mild symptoms and it does get bad. But I don't understand how all these people who don't have symptoms are able to get tests. I understand even if, if they're paying or their publicist can help them. But if you're, there are people who are really, have really bad symptoms and can't get them. So exactly. So yeah. Colton and Colton doesn't have three grand for a test. I mean, right. I, you know, it's people think that, oh, because you're on TV or something that you're, you're famous and you have all this kind of money. You really don't. I mean, you know, so he's Johnson, just making he, it up. He's just going and saying, I have yeah. some positive. Yeah. What, what, what is the downside for him saying it? You know, it, 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 he, meanwhile, he got himself a news cycle. Right. And who, who else in The Bachelor got themselves a news cycle? You know, no one. Um, <laughs> no one. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. 
Do you follow the uh, the influencer world at all? It's like something Navy by any chance? What, what do you want to know about? Did, do you follow the in- influencer world at all? Yeah, some. Like, do you follow something Navy? No, I don't. Yeah, I only Oh, ask something Navy. Wait, okay, no, no, something Navy. Okay. But nobody... Nobody likes, I, I do know about that little battle that, that, that something maybe had, but nobody really likes them anyway. Right. Well, I think, well, the, you know, I didn't question her, her results. Honestly, it seems like she really had it like based on everything she was saying, but I have, I know people who were saying like they thought she was making it up, but like, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel I have trouble not giving people the benefit of the doubt with like their test results. But if you're saying like people who, I don't know, it's hard to know what it's like to be that level of following and having people constantly, you know, talking to you and about you. And I don't know, maybe that changes like one's moral calculation of whether or not you should be completely truthful about your test results. I don't know. Well, it's because nobody can, can prove otherwise. Right. Right. Nobody. So, you know, I can say I tested positive, you know, there's nobody that can question that. There's nobody that, you know, because, you know, the doctor's not going to say yes or no. You don't have a piece of paper that says I tested positive. You know, it's 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 not like something like that. So um, it's just it's easy and it's convenient and it puts you in the moment. And, you know, I don't, and what it does is it also tells people with like, especially with Colton, people get angry because they go, okay, he didn't really have any symptoms. So how come I can't get a test and I've got a 103 fever and somebody feels like they're stepping on my chest and I can't catch my breath. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's not fair. It's like simply just not right. Um, but I don't, you know, do you, do you think it will reach a point where celebrities may be embarrassed that they were able to get a test? Like, to, like to me, if I were in some of their shoes, I'd be like, well, my symptoms aren't that bad and people are going to call me out for taking a test if I'm yeah. not so like, don't say really anything. sick. Yeah. Exactly. And here's the other thing. If you do test positive, let's say somebody like Idris, okay, he's not filming anything. So why does he have to come out and announce that he's positive? I mean, just right. live your, live your, live your life. You know, Tom Hanks, I think I'm going to give him a break because I think at that time people didn't really know that it was real or were taking it seriously. And then you remember he had that night that the NBA season shut down. Essentially Tom Hanks tested positive and went and announced to the world that he did. It was just all of these things happened that one night. Yeah. And and I, I, you know, and so, and Idris was a couple of days later, but then, you know, to bring it up, he brought it up again. He didn't have to bring it up again. He brought it up again, saying that he caught it from Sophie Trudeau, you know, the <laughs> Canadian prime minister's wife. So he brought oh it up God. again, you know, so, okay, Idris, we got it. You got it. Oh, oh, now you missed out it too because she stayed by your side. Okay. So it's, it's after a while, let's go, this is really more about attention. It seems like than you just telling the world, Hey, I'm positive and I'm going to, you know, isolate for a while just to keep right. bringing it up and bringing it up. And you see it in somebody like Idris who generally has a reputation for not being very publicity driven. And then it makes you, it makes it easier to see why people like from bachelor or bachelorette or whatever would go to such extremes because yes. they really are thirsty and publicity hungry because their careers depend on them getting attention. 
Yeah, I guess now that you're 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 kind of like explaining the attention itself as the currency, it makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, it's it's really a shame that that's this is even something that we have to even be calling into question or that, you know, I'm not like against celebrities getting tests in general. I'm against celebrities yeah. getting tests when testing is so hard to come by. And what's happening in America is like. I read this tweet the other day. I think it's just so perfect. America is a third world country in a Gucci belt. And that is like just the most true description ever. Well, I will, you know, let go back to a few weeks ago before it all started. There was these, a group of three really wealthy people that live in Calabasas and they came back from an Italian ski trip and they all managed to get tests somehow. And this was before anybody really had tests. I mean, nobody. And this doctor in Calabasas managed to find for these three or four wealthy gentlemen tests. And I think that is the same doctor that gave the test to Chris Jenner. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I posted on my story to find out how people got tests. And apparently, like, it is possible. And some doctors did order in advance. So if you happen to have a connection to those few doctors with the foresight, then you are, you're good. Um and of course, someone like Chris Jenner is always going to be able to find a test. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's pretty crazy. Enti, um, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We'd love to have you back again um, throughout this, you know, Corona times, and to talk more about, you know, celebrities and their and their diagnoses and you know any <laughs> other scandals that may arise along the way. Of course. And you stay safe and, uh, you know, let me know when you, you get your new wedding date so I can send you something. Thank you. When do, um, uh, where can people follow you, listen to your podcast and all, all that sort of thing? Patreon.com backslash NT lawyer, crazy days and nights.net. And then at NT lawyer for Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. The blind items on Instagram. I love when you change the background of them that really, <laughs> you know, got me for a bit. So yeah, Andy has a great podcast. He does deep dives into all different types of celebrities um, and really goes goes in on them. And, you know, some of these are like in six parts. There's a Britney Spears yeah. one that's in six parts. So you can really hear like decades worth of, of insider info from Andy. So thank you so much for joining us. And we hope to see you back on At Betches soon. Thank you. Batches.